Toasties. I'm Missy, here with my bestie, Johnsy. Hey, y'all. And we're, I like how you said that. That was, <laughs> was not, oh, oh, that was not. I can give you the wink in person if I could. Yeah, wink. guys, we're in person. <laughs> so, unfortunately for you guys, you can't see her great <laughs> I forgot to turn my face away from the mic. <laughs> I was instructed oh, that if I laugh, I have to turn away from the mic, guys. So uh, I apologize if I just broke your speakers with that. <laughs> Anyways. We are back in person, finally. 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 Came home from work to see her sitting on my couch. Yep, just chilling there. Just chilling there. Jumped in her lap. <laughs> It was magnificent. It like was. It crushed. It was, yes. <laughs> crushed by my fat ass. Anytime. Anytime. It's more than welcome. <laughs> <laughs> what you drinking? Um, I'm actually drinking something local from Stone. Um, it's called, <laughs> bear with me, Buenavenza. It's a salt and lime lager. And it basically just tastes like yingling with lime and salt it's it's not impressive but the can's really fucking cool the can is cool that's what caught my attention but um i would give it probably a four (laughs) i don't know if i'll buy it again is it happy no because it's a lager but it tastes like beer i don't want to try it then okay what you got? I have my hipster drink. I have my lavender <laughs> lemonade moonshine, and you're gonna try this. Okay. Sorry, if you she guys can't can seem this. to give it up. Mm-mm. At least, hopefully, it'll be better than barefoot. Hey, it's different. I'm also just this creature of habit. That is very hippie. Yeah, I fucking love it. But it's fantastic. Yes. Uh, isn't it? <laughs> yes. I need to get me a bottle. That's delicious. I know. Belle Isle. Mm-hmm. You guys rocked it with that. This is fucking good. I'd give that a nine. Yes. This is like my summer drink. Yeah, that's delicious. Mm-hmm. The summer, I could rock that all mm-hmm. summer long. Mm-hmm. That is crazy. It okay. is so good. Oh. Can we get into popsicles? Well, how, how how high is the alcohol content? Probably cannot if it's moonshine. Oh, shit. I didn't think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know now. We can try you know, to re-increase it in popsicles. You know, you just mix it with the Sprite. The Sprite will freeze. Yeah. Maybe It'll be slushy, slushy more we like. We can make slushies. There we go. There we go. There we go. We're going to make slushies out of this shit. Don't the kids have a snow cone machine? They do. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Mom's got to borrow it. <laughs> I'm leaving out of town soon. Actually, by the time you all hear this, I'll be coming home from being out of town. So I'm going to bring you some beers back from Wisconsin. I'm going to do that for you. Okay. We'll see. Do they have a pickle beer? I'll find you one. Oh, oh boy. That would tickle my fancy. I know that would. (laughs) Freak. (laughs) Pickle pickle loving freak. Um, But I'm going to do that. I'm going to bring you some beers from Wisconsin. Okay. Guys, my accent is going to be kicking when I get home. Oh, absolutely. It's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. Anyways. 
Well, I already know what we're talking about. This got me super excited. Yes, we are talking about my one and only love, Brittany Murphy. (laughs) I love her. I was so, so sad of her leaving this earth. I love her so much. So, yeah, today we're talking about Brittany, and it's. We're going to talk a little bit about Brittany and who she is and kind of just a quick synopsis in general. Okay. And uh, maybe have a little little debatey talk. Mm, Yeah. I like that. I know. So, Brittany Murphy was born November 10th, 1977. She's She's a Scorpio. Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. But honestly, it makes all the sense. It makes all the sense. Yeah. She was passionate Mm -hmm. she was passionate she was born in atlanta georgia pardon me as Brittany ann bertolotti bertolotti her parents are sharon kathleen murphy and angelo joseph bertolotti Brittany's dad is of italian descent and her mother was of irish and slavic descent and when Brittany was young her father moved her and her mother back to edison new jersey to be closer to his other children that were from another marriage when Brittany was a child she went to a restaurant where hollywood legends burt reynolds and george siegel were at Mm-hmm. And she just confidently approached the two, introduced herself, and said someday she w- would be a star, too. And at that point, she was only five years old. That was That's a confident young lady. Yeah, that is. That's adorable, though. I'm here for it. Um, but Brittany actually comes from a long line of international musicians and performers. So she had three half-brothers and, sis- and a sister, a half-sister. The brothers were older than her, and the sister Mm -hmm. was younger than her. But her father had quite the colorful career path. Angelo was a made man with the Italian mafia. And that's kind of something I feel like almost everybody knows about now, but he was also an entrepreneur and diplomat for organized crime families. And one of the first to be subjected to RICO prosecution. I did not look up what that meant. Yeah, I don't know what that means. But I'm assuming it had must have had to be something on how he got out of it. Mm-hmm. But Brittany's interests and well-being were always her father's first goal and objective. So to distance um, his talented daughter from his infamous past, Angelo allowed Sharon to use her maiden name for Brittany so that his past doesn't overshadow her future in Hollywood. Oh, which is okay. why Brittany is known as Brittany Murphy right. instead of a cooler last name. <laughs> Brittany's parents um, did divorce shortly, though, after Brittany was born. Okay. At the early age of nine, Brittany started to perform in regional theaters. And at the age of 13, she started to land roles for national commercials. And she eventually caught the attention of a personal manager and agent... Sorry, guys. (laughs) We're a fucking mess. Uh, She eventually caught the attention of a personal manager and agent, and soon Brittany's mom became a full-time stage mom, and Angelo provided the financial support. 
Soon, Brittany and her mother moved to Burbank, California, where Brittany landed her first television role on Blossom in 1990. And this is when kind of doors opened up for her. And she had a starring role on Drexel's Class in 1991, which was a short-lived TV story or series. Story, series, same thing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't until 1995 where Brittany got her biggest break. And that was when she was casted for the movie Clueless, where she co-starred with Elise, Alicia Silverstone. Mm-hmm. And then ni- in 1998, she then um, starred in David and Lisa, where she was nominated actually for Best Leading Female Performance in the Young Artist Awards. And then in 1999, Brittany got a lot of attention for her role in Girl Interrupted with Angelina Jolie. Yes. Mm-hmm. I think that if it wasn't for Clueless that people learned who Brittany Murphy was, it mm-hmm. was definitely Girl Interrupted. I think when I go back and think about Brittany Murphy growing up, granted I was not the type of girl to listen or watch Clueless back in the day, but that's when I first discovered Brittany Murphy. I loved her character. Girl Interrupted, Tay. yeah. And I loved Girl Interrupted. Um. <clears throat> And also, little fun fact, while acting, Brittany also had a band called Blessed Soul. I did not know Which was growing as Brittany being the lead singer. I didn't even know she could sing. Oh, yes, you did. You just didn't know it was her. And I will play something for you, and you'll be like, holy shit, that's fucking her. Actually, I'm going to do it right now. Okay. I'm going to do it right now. I want to hear it. You guys are going to hear it, because I knew this was her. Of course, because I adore this woman. I love everything about her. But you're going to be like, holy shit, that was her? Just wait. And I'll talk about this on song yeah what the fuck that was her that was britney that's britney it Murphy. sounds nothing like her i know we'll get into a little bit about her singing career in a minute but not oh. only did she have great singing skills as you heard she also had great voice acting skills as the lovely luann in king of the hill i knew that yeah yes. i love king of the hill it was tragic on how luann left that show yeah but there's no other no other option. Yeah. No other option. Um, these are all but a few great movies that Britney had starred in. A few more are like Eight Mile, Don't Say a Word, Just Married, Little Black Book, Sin City, Spun, Uptown Girls, which is one of my all-time favorites as well mm-hmm. of hers, and many, many more. Britney said her mother never stifled her dreams and considered her mother a crucial factor in her later success, stating, quote, when I asked my mom to move to California, she sold everything and moved out here for me. 
She's always believed in me. End quote. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, she was a singer too, which was a secret she liked actually to keep. She was very, very musically talented and was able to learn to play an instrument in just 20 minutes of practice. What the fuck? Yeah. She came from a international musicians and performers, and she's a long line of it in her family. Jeez. She learned the piano and the trumpet at an early age. And regarding her singing voice, she commented, quote, my singing voice isn't like my speaking voice. I've just always kept it a secret and never taken credit because I wanted to learn how to work behind the microphone in a recording studio. And some of the singers don't even know it was me recording on their album. End quote. Mm. So she's in a bunch of other songs that people don't even realize it's her. But that is her biggest one. On June 6, 2006, Brittany and Paul Oakenfold released the single Faster Kill Pussycat. And that's the song you guys just listened to. Which was one of my favorite songs. I would just jam and dance like crazy to that song when it came out in 2006. Uh, it became a club hit and hit number one on Billboard's Hot Dance Club p- play chart. And it also hit number seven in Paul's native UK in June of 2006. She was also the voice of Gloria in Happy Feet, where she did a cover of Queen's Somebody to Love and Earth, Wind, and Fire's Boogie Wonderland. And Brittany said, quote, oddly enough, of all the characters I've played, Gloria is the most like me, and she's a penguin. (laughs) George Miller always wanted one person to do both, the speaking and the singing. I said, I can sing, and I asked him to give me a shot. I don't think he took me very seriously because most actors say they can do most things. Mm -hmm. End quote, which she's totally not wrong. A lot of celebrities will be like, oh, yeah, I can ride a horse and never rode a horse a day in their Mm -hmm. life. In late 2002, Brittany Murphy was dating Ashton Kutcher, which was, I know, huge when that happened. I completely forgot that fucking happened. Yeah, it happened when they when they were filming mm-hmm. the Just Married. And I that happens a lot with a lot of celebrities. They, well, they're around each other so often. And I think they get their, their minds caught up between the character they're playing and who they really are. And I think they kind of th- get them too mingled together. Well, that together. too. And they all, almost, they have to have some kind of chemistry acting together. Mm-hmm. So that's going to go a long ways too mm-hmm. as well. So so they met during the filming of Just Married, which was also a great movie. It was noted by the director that the moment they met, they were just together. They laughed all the time. They joked all the time. They just looked happy. And it was thought that they were even engaged at one point because they both were wearing rings, but it was never confirmed. She was, however, later on engaged to talent manager Jeff Quatinetz, K-W-A-T-I-N-E-T-Z. So that's the best pronunciation you're going to get from me. But their relationship lasted only four months. She was also with Joe Macaluso in December 2005, who she met while working on the film Little Black Book. But four months after filming on the uh, the, mo- the film The Ramen mm-hmm. Girl, which was April 2006, they broke up. So you see she's with a lot of guys. 
very quickly. I do remember she bounced around a lot. She was with a lot of guys very quickly, and it was very intense <laughs> right away. It was instant, like, we're getting married. Um, That's that Scorpio for you. Mm-hmm. Months after dating Joe is when Brittany met Simon Monjack, who was a British screenwriter. In 2007, Brittany and Simon would get married in a private Jewish ceremony in L.A. in May. Fuck that guy, by the way. Mm-hmm. It was in the early 2000s. Um, Brittany lost a lot, a large amount of weight. And if you can see, if you have seen Clueless, you would always, and I hate to use these words, but it was kind of how she was described. She was recognized as the, I'm doing air quotes, chubby girl with the brownish curly hair next to Alicia Silverstone, who is much taller than Brittany Murphy and how they dressed Brittany Murphy. Brittany Murphy looked chubby and that's how she was always described. And she wasn't chubby. She was a thick girl. She was perfect. Yeah, exactly. And I loved her hair. She was so cute. But later down the road in her career, she went blonde and all of a sudden looked very skinny. Yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah. I didn't like the blonde. Mm-mm. Still love her, though. I loved her curly hair and the color that it was. It was so pretty. Uh, but this did start the rumor mill of a cocaine addiction. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Mm-hmm. Brittany disputed these claims, stating, quote, no, just for the record, I have never tried it in my entire life. She did, however, have a tobacco addiction. And she had that at an early age because she would smoke on films. Mm-hmm. And she did smoke on films and offset as well. Now, there was a conversation that she had about smoking and how she hates smoking. and She doesn't smoke. And now she's having this conversation. She's smoking a cigarette. <laughs> and the guy's just like, but you're smoking right now. She's like, yeah, but this is like my third one of the week. So there was also kind of a thing that it wasn't that her addiction to nicotine wasn't as strong as people thought it was. Mm-hmm. Um, but if anybody knows anything about cigarettes, cigarettes are an appetite suppressant. Mm-hmm. So it could easily have been that she wasn't eating. She, not that she was purposely not eating, but if she's smoking cigarettes, she just wasn't eating a, a whole lot. Hey, do you think that's why we were so skinny back in the day after eating all the McDonald's? Fuck yeah, it was. That and the caffeine. Yeah, we drank a lot of coffee. Lots of coffee. Um, Brittany did find her cigarettes a uh, disgusting habit. She actually was on a, um anti-smoking commercial talking about if you want to be smoking, as in like smoking hot, like don't, mm-hmm. don't smoke. Mm, okay. <laughs> It was again early two thousands, like early. Two- I see where you're going with it. But early two yeah. thousands, I feel like tr- tried to carry on some nineties vibes for a while. Um, December. I'm saying I'm a lot, guys. Whatever they're I, drinking. I hope you're drinking your water. December third, two thousand and nine, in an interview, Brittany had confessed that for a New Year's resolution, she would love to have a child the next year. Unfortunately, Brittany would never make that resolution Mm. because on 8 a.m. on December 20th, 2009, the L.A. Fire Department responded to a medical request, medical request at the home of Brittany and Simon. Brittany had collapsed in the bathroom 
and the fire department attempted to resuscitate her on scene. And then Brittany was transported to Cedars Sinai Medical Center, where she had died at 10.04 a.m. after going into cardiac arrest. Yes. That just, I, I broke my heart. That. Yeah, why'd you gotta put it like that? She wouldn't have a kid, but you know what, guys? She couldn't because she fucking died. Yeah, it broke my heart. Because now everybody can be sad with me. I read it, now everyone knows it. Oh, gosh. And some people, if you guys remember that interview she did, you heard her say those words. An autopsy was done the day after she had passed, and the report was issued not until February of 2010. That was a whole, what? T- like, two months later. It said the manner of death was accidental and that the cause was pneumonia and secondary factors of severe iron deficiency anemia and multiple drug intoxication. Mm. Now, everyone hears those words and automatically assumes she was on drugs. Yeah. That is not the case. The medication in Britney's system were legal drugs and indicated that she was being treated for a cold or respiratory infection. These drugs included elevated levels of hydrocodone, which is found in painkillers, acetaminophen, which is Tylenol, L-methamphetamine, mm-hmm. which is a compound found in inhalers, So all those people need to know that that's in your inhaler. And I'm going to attempt on this one. Chlorpheniramine, which is found in many over-the-counter medications. I'll say I've seen, I've heard that word before. I think it's in your typical cold cold and flu medicine. Yeah. Yeah. The report observed the possible adverse physiological effects of the elevated levels of these medications cannot be discounted, especially in her weakened state. So basically, because of how weakened she was and that these were in her system, it probably had a bad reaction to her body. Brittany was buried on December 24th, 2009 at Forest Lawn Memorial Park in Hollywood Hills. In January of 2010, Brittany's mother and husband claimed she did not use alcohol or other drugs and that drugs did not cause her death, but instead attributed it to her heart condition, which was a mitral valve prolapse. She did. I I knew she did have that, but if you guys didn't, she did have that condition. A mitral valve prolapse is characterized by the displacement of an abnormally thickened mitral valve leaflet into the left atrium during systole. So that basically the valve was too thick. That was in her left atrium. Okay. Symptoms of this is palpitation, Mm -hmm. low BMI, her low weight, Mm -hmm. just throwing that out there at you people, fainting, low blood pressure, headaches, etc. Things that typical like symptoms you would have like when you have a heart condition yeah um some risk factors of this is Ehlers-Danlos syndrome Marfan syndrome polycystic kidney disease grave disease Mm. and chest wall deformities that's a lot of side effects 
A lot of major side effects. Yeah, those are all risks that you could. I'm, I'm assuming those are like conditions that are. If you have those conditions, you have that the chance of having this 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 valve disorder, especially the Eller Stanlos one. 110 percent makes sense to me because that's a connective tissue disorder. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know what Marfan syndrome is. I know what the other ones were. I didn't know what Marfan was, and I didn't look it up again. Didn't think it was really that relevant, but now. Here's the crazy thing. Mm-hmm. May 23rd, 2010, almost five months later to the date, Simon was found dead at the same residence, and his cause of death was pneumonia and severe anemia. Did he have any of the same health issues she did? I don't know. It's a piece of shit. I'm not. I'm not. He disagreeing with that he but. did not have a heart condition as far as i in my research could see he was a larger man though so it had nothing to do with their weight Mm-mm. and we don't know if he had any pre-existing health conditions yeah there really was nothing that talked about that now there were claims that the home they lived in had toxic mold which attributed to their deaths. However, this was dismissed by L.A. Assistant Chief Coroner Ed Winter, who stated that there were no indicators that mold was a factor. Mm-hmm. Brittany's mother, too, said it was absurd. However, she changed her stance later, announcing that toxic mold was indeed what killed her daughter and son-in-law. And she filed a malpractice lawsuit against her former attorneys. And she believed that they were dishonest about the mold in the house. However, Sharon lived. I just want to throw that out there because they all three of them lived together. So if it was toxic mold that killed her daughter and then five months later her son-in-law, why are you alive to talk about it? Yeah, and what would they gain from hiding it? Right. Sharon did sell the house, though, for $2.7 million and then eventually dropped the lawsuit. I was going to ask you earlier, and you you may not know, but I'm going to ask anyways. Did Brittany get into this, like, like, acting career? This is what she wanted to do of her own accord? There was nothing that ever specified that. Yeah. It really, everything really pointed to the fact that this was her. Okay. And I, yeah, I'm kind of, I think we have the same vibes. Mm-hmm. Okay. January <clears throat> 2012, Brittany's father applied to the Superior Court of California, requesting that the L.A. County Coroner's Office be required to hand over samples of his daughter's hair for independent testing. It was mm-hmm. dimiss- dismissed multiple times. Until November of 2013, he claimed that a toxology report showed that the that deliberate poisoning by heavy metals, including antimony mm-hmm. and barium, which is in rat poisoning, mm-hmm. was probable cause for his daughter's death. Sharon, Brittany's mother, described the claim as a smear, and he felt he felt that his daughter was poisoned. However, these chemicals were are also consistent with hair dye. Mm-hmm. 
Those are found in your hair dye, guys, by the way. Ah, oh, fuck. Yes. And again, in the autopsies that they said that these you can't go based off of hair samples. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't on the these compounds were not on the root and none of these compounds were found in her bloodstream. So there's no way that it could have been poison that she had. So are we sure though? There's now two of the conspiracies of the death of Brittany Murphy that already have been debunked. Well, the toxic mold and the poisoning. Well, your hair keeps growing when you're dead. So obviously she's not ingesting it when, when she's dead. But if she's dying her hair at the same time while ingesting it, that doesn't mean that you can't say that it wasn't that. It wasn't on the bulb of the hair follicle, they said. It was like on the lower strands. If it was actually in her system, it would have been on the bulb as well of mm. the hair strand. Okay. Now, with Brittany Murphy's death, many conspiracy theories have come forward as to Mm -hmm. what really happened to her. And like I said, we now have two of them, the possibility of her being poisoned or toxic mold. Um, Her death was accidental, however, preventable. She was only 32 at the time of her death. It's like she had, like, before COVID was COVID, she, like, had COVID and just... (laughs) <laughs> anyways another um, wormhole yeah that is a big wormhole um <laughs> so like i said lots of conspiracy theories have come forward mm-hmm. on how on what the cause of this poor beautiful soul's demise was first big thing was her weight in the early 2000s of course it was a big topic was it drugs that ultimately killed her However, Brittany was never arrested. She's never been to rehab and actually was not much of a partier. She enjoyed a glass of champagne and that is about it. Yeah, no, she was never like going back. Like she was always accused of something, but she was never caught anywhere. Yeah, because she was never there. I think people just wanted to get her on something. Per normal Hollywood paparazzi Yeah, bullshit. they were really hot on her back in the day. Oh, my god, They gosh. really were. And it was just like, leave this poor fucking chick alone. Yes. Um, she was in the spotlight when she was dating Ashton Kutcher. Being engaged twice and then suddenly married to a man who seemed to have come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. She had a lot of stress on her. And stress can cause also massive weight loss. Yeah. So there's many, many things that could have contributed to her weight loss that she experienced. However, she also claimed she weighed the same as she did when she was in Clueless. Well, she was a young girl in Clueless, so in our bodies change as we age. And those were her words exactly. That actually is really ironic. Those were her words exactly. She said, I'm older, so our face kind of change and our weight shifts in different spots. Yeah. You know, when you're... I never saw her and said, oh, my God, she looks unhealthy. No, I never thought that either. Up until shortly before she passed away. Yeah. Something. But she even commented on how she's just been really tired lately. Hmm. Before she passed away in an interview. Um, One of the biggest rumors of her death, though, falls on the dick himself, Simon Mo- Monjak. Mm-hmm. Who is this guy? Where did he come from? But the two met at a party and they became instant companions. 
Ew. Yeah. She wanted to get married right away. But her friends said it was too soon and they didn't even know each other enough. However, it was noted that her mother was all for it. Hmm. Weird, huh? It is odd. Everyone else was completely freaked out, though, that Britney is with this stranger who nobody knew. Mm-hmm. But she's, you know, screaming from the fucking rooftops how she loves this man and they want to they're going to get married. He seemed to have quite a hold on her, though. And as for their togetherness, Simon said, quote, we've created an environment that's conductive to making art and having fun and enjoying each other. And we can take that environment with us wherever or everywhere we go. End quote. I thought that was a creepy ass fucking quote. That just sounds like your typical narcissistic scumbag. That was a creepy, creepy quote. Uh, he has a few others that I'm going to lovely share for you. And then here, oh, wait, next one up, creepy ass fucking dick. No one knows this, but I took Britney's first photograph for a magazine. It was Jane magazine. Britney was this big and he was indicating how she was short. Uh, Simon was eight years older than Britney. And he said, which is fucking gross. And that's what I put in my notes. Fucking gross. That Britney was, quote, too young to touch, end quote, when he first met her. But, quote, to make a long story short, I was very patient, end quote. Ew. Yeah. Ew. Yeah. I think my conspiracy theory that I believed all along just kind of fucking shifted in my brain. That's fucking disgusting, though. Yeah. That's a red flag. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was asked if they got married really fast, if their fast marriage had anything to do with his visa expiring, or if he had a bunch of kids, to which he replied, we never addressed it publicly, and I'm not going to now. So that's not a no. Exactly. Because if it was a no, you would have said no. Well, he was actually taken by deportation people and at one point while he was with Brittany. So, I don't know. Now, according to a testimony of his ex-fiancee, Elizabeth Ragsdale, she said Simon was a disturbed individual who was used to conning people and Brittany was one of his last victims. I could see that because off the bat, like, he just comes off as a narcissistic and that's what they do. They con. He's a dick and fucking disgusting. He's so gross. I'm sorry. He was ugly, too. Oh, he's so, so ugly. ugly. I was like, she's doing what with what? No, that, go- that's not. No. Do, I mean, I'm totally. How do you go to Ashton to that? I was about to say, like, I don't get me wrong. Ashton and Mila Kunis together, like, makes my heart so fucking happy. I love that so fucking much. They are adorable together, and I love them. But how do you go from Ashton Kutcher to Yeah, him? teenage heartthrob to... I always thought that there was, like, something, like... But then it was, like, it's, like, okay, people fall in love with people's souls and whatnot. You don't see what they see. I get all that. 
but like it was just so quick and out of nowhere and it was oh. it was quick out of nowhere and all her friends noted that she just kind of disappeared which a narcissist will make you do i know Brittany's last movie she was supposed to be in was the caller but she was fired after only two days because it was said that simon got involved it wasn't clear if he had slapped someone or hit someone, but after that, she got fired. Why did uh, she get fired for something Simon did? He showed up on set. That's not her fault. I'm going to assume that this isn't the first time he hasn't show he has done this, and people don't want to deal with it. Actually, he was in charge of almost everything she did. So he does have a control issue. Absolutely. Fucking lootly. But okay. after that, Brittany, Simon, and her mom all came down with flu-like symptoms while they were in San Juan because the movie was being filmed out there. Uh-huh. Um, and when they got home, they had a power outage, and Brittany went to the balcony to get some air. And while she was outside, she was gasping for air, and her mom came to her, and that's when Brittany said, Mom, I'm dying. I love you. And Brittany loved to spend time in her bathroom. Mm-hmm. And that's in a lot of documentaries. They showed her bathroom where she loved to be. It was just a luxury bathroom mm-hmm. where she would go in there to relax. And she went in there to relax. And that is when she said, quote, mommy, I really don't feel well, end quote. And that is when she ended up collapsing. Now, again, this is where it gets fucking weird. As Sharon is called, she called for Simon to help. Yeah. And his thought of helping was to revive her by putting her in the shower with cold water. And Sharon called 911. Why can't I can see him doing that? Because he's an idiot. Like, if you're an idiot, yeah, you would put somebody thinking it wake him up like they're drunk or something. Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. You're trying to rationalize something. Or he gave her something. I don't know. Let's, we'll dabble a little it bit. It just like fucking hit me. I know. Like, I saw that. I saw that. I saw It was that. like a connect the dots. Like Now, also weird, Brittany's death certificate stated father unknown, but he was known. However, he did not attend Brittany's funeral. Her father didn't attend her funeral? No. He said, if I wanted to go, I would go, but I don't want to see her that way. She was flawless to me. She was a little bright child. Mm. I have only good mm. memories about her. Mm. She is a memory to me now. To me, she's off making a movie somewhere. I, I don't accept that. That's bullshit. I don't fucking care. Get mad at me all you want. I he, well, he was very shocked by her sudden death. I don't care. You don't go to your daughter's funeral? That's fucked up. Simon said that Hollywood was the cause of Britney's ultimate death. He said that Hollywood broke her heart. He said that she was tired at the end of the year due to the making of a lot of films and just the amount of times that the Hollywood was just on her. They were. They were on her so much. They really were. Although many celebrities are. And I don't think, like, we saw the Britney crack. Like it, like The Britney it, crack it, happened it, right before yeah. she passed. So we, like, we saw all that. And I know everybody's different, 
but all these other celebrities that went through the same shit are okay. And him stating that makes me suspicious. Mm-hmm. Well, here's more weird things is Simon said our Simon took no time to get on TV and talk about Britney's death and how he and her mother felt about it. He spoke a lot about her and how she wasn't on drugs and that just they loved each other so much. He like was always on TV talking about this. Sorry guys, hit the mic. And what was also really fucking creepy and weird is her, Simon and his, her mother did a photo shoot together after Britney passed away. Yeah, I remember that. That was it's fucking creepy. Like they're holding each other in a very fucking weird way. And they're holding up pictures of Britney. It's just weird. Who does that? Who the hell does that? Mm, no one unless you're intimately involved. Now, the house that both Britney and Simon lived in belonged to Britney Spears. I remember that. Before they moved into it. Brittany Murphy wanted to move before she passed away, saying that the house seemed unlucky. She wanted to move to New York so that she could have started a family. And Brittany bought the home in 2003. So it was before Brittany kind of went her her Brittany way. Because mm-hmm. I had a brief conspiracy that the house was probably very unlucky. Because I remember Brittany talking about it being very unlucky. And I'm like, well, it did belong to Brittany Spears. And look what happened to her. Yeah, it could have some sort of some sort of vibes that contributed to it. Absolutely. Something mm-hmm. could have been there or it could have just been the charisma of it. But I don't think that was actually I know that was not all of it. No. I don't think I know. No. She would also say that she wanted to stay at a hotel instead of the home like any time they were driving. She would just be like, "Can we go stay at the Hollywood hotel or whatever i mm-hmm. I can't go in there i don't want to be in there and so i'm gonna be like we have a home we're gonna go to our home which why are you pushing her if you love her and support her so much and i'm assuming she's the breadwinner it's her mother money oh absolutely he's a con god i hope they signed a prenup well they're both dead i don't care as far as what really took this lovely lady from the world so soon even though she could have been saved and she had she gone to the doctor sooner, it stands that it was just what the coroner says, pneumonia and severe anemia. The only crime was that she didn't get help sooner. Mm-hmm. Brittany's father, though, did not stop for a long time to try and find the reasons for her death. And did not accept this fact of his daughter's death as just like some accident that happened. His son even stated that he needed to just stop. That it was slowly killing him and that he needs to put this to rest. Sharon eventually fell out of the spotlight as well after Brittany and Simon's death. I think honestly she was in the spotlight as long as she was because of Simon. When in an interview... Brittany was asked how she would prefer to die. She responded with, quote, painlessly. 
I'd like to be very, 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 very old with all the technology we're inventing and what they're coming up with scientifically, people are having longer lifetimes. It's scary, but in the same sense, it's also very exciting. So I would like to be happy and healthy and live as long as possible. End quote. Hmm. She had also said that if she did die, she would like to come back as a redwood tree. No explanation, but redwoods are known for their durability. Brittany was fragile. Mm-hmm. She was beautiful. She was talented. And I think Hollywood just wanted to pin something on her. And they couldn't because she just wasn't that girl. She wasn't. She was full of talent, but she was not your typical celebrity in that time. No. But because she wasn't, she was fragile. Mm -hmm. So I hope she is her redwood durability tree. I hope so, too. I really want that for her. I want that for her, too. Because she couldn't get any of the other shit she fucking wanted. Except for her Hollywood. Now, you brought up the whole Hollywood thing. Had she actually been the person who wanted to be in Hollywood? Or was this, uh... Was this Mommy Dearest? Mommy Dearest. And, you know, I... (sighs) Mommy Dearest never left her side. And Brittany would describe her and her mom's relationship as if they were sisters. They weren't even... Yeah, I remember that. They weren't even mom and daughter. They were sisters. They had Mm -hmm. a really, really close, close, close relationship. They did everything everything together everything it was creepy but it seemed kind of odd that she got married and moved into the like her new home with her husband and mom's mom's always around mom i I know that still happens in your day-to-day life but usually you're taking care of your mother not mom's just living with you yeah mom did everything with her mom lived with her mom pushed the marriage like because she agreed with it with simon now, again, that makes me think, was it really Brittany or was it mom? Did mom plant that seed in her head? Now, Sharon did argue with um, Brittany's father that he wasn't in, in the picture for Brittany's life. He didn't come into the picture until later down the road when she was starting to get successful. He was in her life in the beginning, but then when they moved to California, she's the one who gave everything up. Mm-hmm. And moved to California, and he was nowhere to be seen, and yada yada yada. And that he, he said, she said situation. It was such a he said, she said situation. Yes. Um, but I've, I do question if maybe she did have somewhat of a slight daddy issue. That's why she was looking for men the way she did. Um, uh, I know, me, I know me. she's Scorpio, so I know they're very passionate. But these weren't like sexual relationships. This was like she wanted a family. Yeah, like she needed approval. She wanted a family. She wanted a husband. She wanted children. She wanted a fucking family. But what <laughs> also concerns me is that Daddy Dearest demanded that like he have all these like hair follicles and whatnot because he suspected something. Which means if he sus- suspected something, that that means he suspected something from his ex. Well, Daddy, because he knew ex. And daddy's also a mobster. So he knows the game. He knows the game. Also, there was um, a time, though, that Simon and Brittany were whistle. They did something with the, oh, 
gosh, how was it worded? They testified against a whistleblower. That was, that's what it was. And they ended up having to go under protection for a brief moment Mm -hmm. because of it. And I'm wondering also, though, this, I don't know if this was ever investigated, if that might have had something to do with it. Mm, Doubt it. No. Because nobody ever brings but because the only out. two people that were there was Simon and Mom. Mm-hmm. Simon, Mom. One of them had to have something to do with it. <clears throat> Ultimately, she was a healthy individual. She was very healthy. She was athletic. She was also a ballet dancer. Add that to the list of her fucking talent. She was also a ballet dancer. Because she also made comments about that and how ballet does things to your body. And I know this because my daughter's a fucking ballet dancer. And... I can see what it does. Just sorry, I'm going to, down a rabbit hole over here in my own head. Um, I see that. I don't like. I don't want to accuse anybody of stuff because I don't. Also, more first of all, I don't want to get sued. These are just my own very yes. deep thoughts. These are all all our opinions. Yeah, like I said, that's my opinion. Not accusing anybody of anything. That's why I ended it with the statement. I mean, everything I've uh, looked at. I'm just over here like googling my facts real quick before I say something. Oh but, no, you're good. Um, I am correct. Potassium cyanide poisoning can give pneumonia effects. Like I said, which was odd, and I think someone saw a perfect opportunity. Um, when they left San Juan, they all had flu-like symptoms, and that was shortly before she passed away. But she was still dealing with her flu-like symptoms much longer than everybody else. Yeah, and it basically is a respiratory issue, which is why it would seem... Mm -hmm. There was another conspiracy theory. And again, like like you said, like these are all conspiracy theories. At the end of the day, it is... It was pneumonia. That's what the facts are saying. The facts are saying it was pneumonia and anemia. But there was a conspiracy theory that Simon did do this to her. And he was seducing mom... And mom found out and took him out the way that he took her out. Yeah, but but Simon's gotten this far. He's smarter than that. Yeah, that, that doesn't seem likely. No, he would definitely would have had a slip up way fucking big. And he, I mean. Ultimately, he, you need a mastermind in this. And you got away with it once and kind of mm-hmm. let it slide for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Seduce him. Let it go. Mm-hmm. Seem like a relationship and then hit him again. Mm-hmm. I'm not naming names. I'm not going to say anything, but... No. If Toasties, you can catch on what I'm saying. I'm, I'm not trying to get sued, but... No. These are all... These are all opinions. It's all... Always... They're fun little... That's fun what, little brain tickers. That's why we call them mommy dearest. Yeah. Yeah. But that is... That is a little bit about our... My dear sweet Brittany Murphy. Mm. Love her. She was a, a fantastic individual. And she, she was gorgeous. Absolutely fucking gorgeous. So fucking She was so unique looking. She was very unique looking. And just like her as Tay and Clueless. Fucking adorable. And just she was gorgeous then too. Not just adorable. She was gorgeous. She just had these features that definitely were unique. I mean I haven't seen anybody that would be like oh they kind of look like Brittany Murphy. Winona Ryder was one of her dear, dear friends. And to this day, Winona Ryder cannot watch Girl Interrupted because Brittany Murphy's character 
I haven't watched any Britney Murphy movies since she died. Same. They just, they don't. I own Uptown Girl downstairs, and I still can't bring myself to watch it. But Winona Ryder can't watch that one specifically because Britney Murphy kills herself in that. Yeah. And she just says that it's too painful. I don't think Britney Murphy did any harm to herself. Absolutely not. She seemed to love herself very much. I don't think Hollywood did it to her because she kind of just always kind of just brushed everything everybody said off her shoulder. She seemed to, I think... I think it got to her at the end of the day, as it would everybody. I was going to say, after a while, it's going to, no matter what. It was just another thing she was going to conquer, because she was just that confident in herself. Oh, if you can approach Burt Reynolds and George Siegel... At the age of five. At the age of fucking five. I think you could take on the damn world. Simon... I think he's what broke the camel's back. I think Simon was a narcissist and he charmed his way into her life and i'm debating whether or not i should say this like i don't know the legalities of law and all that stuff (laughs) what if i had a dream about this let's put it this way if i had a dream about this i'm dreaming about this right i i could see simon conversing with mom saying yeah this is what we're gonna do because ultimately they all live together they've all created this bond and older Murphy's a lot more enticing than younger Murphy right now, okay? Let's look at this as a Lifetime movie. Well, Lifetime made a movie about Britney's life. And, not to interrupt you, Sharon and Simon, I believe, Simon, uh-huh. they hated it. They said it was the worst depictation of her life. Um, Some people say it's very accurate. I'll have to look it up and watch it. I'll, I'll probably go home tonight. And see if I can find it. But I imagine it goes a lot like the Lifetime movie. Um, because my imagination runs wild. Because this is my imagination. But that they ultimately, you know, had, you know, their own plan. And it was to run away with younger Murphys, you know, money and, and fame. And create their own. And then older Murphy kind of wants their own fame and own money and does not want to share it and narcissistic simon's not going to split 50 50 of course so um the ultimate planner of the scheme would have to take control of things and simon still seems way too dumb because he said what he said in that quote in the interview about like well well he had to be patient and whatnot that's fucking gross if you can say that out loud to the public which is an idiotic thing to say I would think to imagine you're not smart enough to out scheme the master planner which would ultimately leave mother dearest and that's just my imagination running wild and that's my version of it so take it as what you want I'm not saying she did it at all but that's where my imagination's going ultimately like I said the real crime the real facts is that she wasn't getting help sooner and she should have. Because the coroner's office did say that had she come to the doctors a week prior to her death, she would be here but today. But why wasn't she? Who stopped her? Who didn't encourage her? I don't know. Just putting that bug in your ear. But, again, I have a wild imagination. They did say that really at the end of the day, that is what they can only stand on. And the only way that they can find out any more information by this point is if a confession comes forward. 
which there hasn't been. Until not then, rest in peace, my queen. Mm. Beautiful, lovely Brittany Murphy, as I jam out to your music. <laughs> and hopefully one day have the power and the strength to watch Uptown Girls with my daughter because I think she needs to watch that movie. Oh, absolutely. Yes. And Girl Interrupted. She's an interview that age. Yeah. She needs to watch that one, too. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. I, I might be with Ryan Ryder on that one, though. I might not be able to watch that one. Oh, you know what? I lied. I did watch kind of a Brittany Murphy movie because I watched 8 Mile recently. I don't like her in 8 Mile. No. I don't like her at all. I don't like her with Eminem. I don't. The, I don't like that movie. That was, I just don't like it. That was a rumor, too, that those two dated. They never did. They were very good friends, though. And what a cool friend group. Brittany Murphy and Eminem. I don't like him, so I'm not going to talk about that. <laughs> in his prime, though, when she was in hers, it would have been cool. But, yeah. Thank you for listening to that. What just clicked in your head? I'm just still Googling over here, y'all, because She's I'm, like, down a rabbit hole Rabbit now. hole. What did you find now? So, potassium cyanide can only be traceable in, like, months later after death in a corpse. So, unless she was exhumed, you wouldn't know. I could not. Okay. Since you brought that up. I know. I should stop. I, I should stop. <laughs> I could not. I I know I've read this somewhere and I could not find it anywhere during my research. So, I didn't want to put it in there because I'm trying to keep my stuff as factual yeah of what i was able yeah. to find and of course there's a lot of stuff about yeah. her right now and what happened because there was so many conspiracy theories out there about how her how she mm-hmm. died because she was a 32 year old healthy woman who just suddenly croaked like it was crazy crazy but i could not find this but i did hear it somewhere or read it somewhere that like i said her father did not want to stop. He he died actually in 2019. He was 92 years old. Holy shit. He died 10 years later after his daughter. He did not stop trying to find the cause of his daughter's death. Did not to the point where his other children were like, "Dad, you got to stop. This is this is going to kill you. Like let her rest. Put it to rest." Mm-hmm. But there was, I cannot recall where I found it, in the beginning part, Mm -hmm. not only her father, but her brother wanted to exhume her body and have a different person do an autopsy, but they were not allowed to. Sharon said, no, let her rest. She's gone. I'm just saying, because you said that earlier, I know this case, I know this case so well, um, I was not in love with Brittany, Brittany Murphy as you I were am. growing up. <laughs> and like, but I always followed it closely because it was so dear to you. So it stood out to me. Yeah. So I've always known the story. I've known it very well. And it didn't make a connection till we're sitting here talking about it. And you're, I guess, it, probably I hadn't watched it until later on, till after she died. But I'm a religious watcher of Forensic Files. I've been yes, on are. at night and fall asleep to. I've seen them all yes. numerous times. And there is an episode with the potassium cyanide. And when you said that, and it was just like jogged a memory. So I was like, okay, I'm over here. Like, 
I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm listening very intently. Um, but I was like, that sounds familiar. So I just, I just Googled it. I was like, what, what causes of death make it seem like pneumonia? Mm-hmm. Potassium cyanide popped up. Okay. So I, I, you're still talking. I'm still paying attention. I know you are because you're ADHD and can do yes. that. And it, it just keeps going further. I'm over here going down the rabbit hole and then you say that. And then, so I'm like, well, it's got to show up in an autopsy, right? Well, if cyanide concentrates are lethal at death, these can be detected in a corpse up to several months later. And I'm reading that right off of NCBI Health, and it's a government website. That's all I'm saying. I know. So, again, that's just me. I have a wild imagination, so maybe I'm just trying to fuel it. You have a crazy imagination, and you tend to get uh, down rabbit holes. I mean, a few weeks ago, you were almost about at my bedside because you thought I was having epilepsy seizures. I was like, oh, my God. (laughs) So, that's a thing. (laughs) But um, she does need to... No matter what investigation you do now, it doesn't serve any kind of justice. It doesn't bring her back. She does need to rest peacefully. I don't agree with exhuming her body. I don't agree with hounding down mom with accusations. No. Um, There will always be conspiracy theories, just as there will be with any kind of Hollywood idols, such as Marilyn Monroe. But, um, yeah, the people... That did kill her because she didn't die of natural causes. I will say that. We'll have to serve their own justice in hell. And I'll leave it at that. And I'll stop going down that rabbit hole. Yeah, stop going down that rabbit hole. I'm done. <laughs> yeah, she, HBO did, they recently, I think in 2020 it was released, did uh, a series on her. Mm-hmm. And that really explained a lot of things for Brittany and and whatnot like that and what happened and mm-hmm. other things and it interviewed a lot more people mm-hmm. um outside of just simon and mom because there's a couple documentaries where it's just simon and mom so of course yeah, yeah. which is crazy it's a controlling situation but crazy that they were able to get that information in five months before his untimely death but hbo has theirs out there so if you guys want to know any more, you can definitely also go watch that one. I heard it was extremely good. I've seen bits and pieces of it. Again, I couldn't bring myself to watching that yeah. one for some odd reason. I just couldn't. Or email us your conspiracy theory about it. I'd love to read them and like talk about it with you. I don't. I will go. I will go down that rabbit hole Listen with you. Listen to her. So she's not the fast talker, but she is talking faster right now. Guys. I am so sorry. Like. This These is, kind of things drive me wild. No, they really do. It's the forensics, so you know. Oh, I know. I know. Okay. But yeah, guys, reach out to us on your your thoughts, your feelings, your opinions, and our, just tell me how much you love her because she's amazing and she deserves all the love. You guys can find us on Facebook, Instagram, the TikToks, Toasted Shenanigans Podcast at gmail.com or just go on our website and reach out to us there. Let us know your thoughts, your feelings, and opinions on it. Yep. And keep sharing cases. Keep sharing cases. We got quite a few. So those of you that have shared some case requests, just know that they are still on our list and we will be getting to them soon. But until next time, bye. bye.